Creating content can seem like a never-ending battle, from creating social media posts, writing your blog, crafting compelling emails, and of course, creating content inside your coaching and online training programs. I know firsthand how publishing content consistently can be a lot of work. But I also know the impact that consistent content creation and publishing can have in your business. So today, I want to give you some tips and share a process that you can follow to help make content creation just a little bit easier and eliminate any overwhelm that you might be feeling. Let's go ahead and jump into my process to creating content like it's your business, because it is. You're listening to Shop Talk with Misty Cordes, a podcast that delivers actionable content, business hacks, and behind-the-scenes marketing secrets for ambitious entrepreneurs who want to create a business that makes an impact and gives them the freedom, flexibility, and control they dream about. Hey there, I have so much to share with you today. But before I dive in, I want to let you know, if you currently have a website that you're embarrassed to share because you haven't touched it in years... Or maybe you have a website that's pretty, but it doesn't work, meaning it doesn't capture leads or convert prospects into buyers. Or maybe you don't have a website at all. You are in luck, my friend. My team and I at Your Marketing Coach have a unique service and program that is nothing like you've ever experienced before. It was created to help coaches, consultants, and professional service-based businesses get a beautifully designed professional website that they are proud to share. Now, I won't go into all the details here, but trust me, our approach to building websites is nothing like you've seen from most web developers. And that's because we don't consider ourselves web developers. We're marketing professionals who design websites that work. Go to yourmarketingcoachonline.com forward slash websites that work. And that's all one word to go see for yourself. I know you understand the importance of creating quality content in your business. Each piece of content that you create serves different outcomes that you're trying to achieve. For example, you create social media content to connect with and engage with your followers. You write a blog or maybe record a podcast to bring visitors to your website and build immediate trust and authority. You craft compelling email copy to connect with the people who are on your email marketing list. You create presentations to offer value to your customers through your coaching or online training programs. And you may even write some sales copy to sell your programs, your products, and your services. I mean, just thinking about that list can be overwhelming. But before you throw your hands up and go grab the remote to binge watch your favorite Netflix show to forget it all, I want you to know that you can create amazing content consistently without spending all of your time doing it. You have my promise. And I know that this can be done because I have personally been able to produce content every week in my business for the last nine years. Now, I will tell you, content creation used to be a huge chore. It seemed like it sucked up most of my time. I always felt like I was behind, scrambling to throw something together. And because of that, I felt like it wasn't my best. And then I found my groove. I discovered some shortcuts to creating content in less time. I found some tools to make my life easier. And I developed a system that allows me to create content without feeling overwhelmed all the time and I'm gonna share it all with you today. I've got content creation tips, 
strategies, and tools that are going to make your life so much easier, my friend. Let's do this. Okay, step number one, you need to decide the primary format that you're going to deliver your free ungated content each week. Ungated content is the information that you share with your audience that doesn't require that they provide you with their contact information in order to consume it. This type of content is extremely important to the success of your business because it is the content that is going to help you get noticed in your industry and help you build trust and rapport almost immediately with your perfect ideal customer. Now, I recommend that you produce this content in one of three formats, a written blog, audio in the form of a podcast, or video. The format of your content is totally up to you. I would suggest that you keep in mind how your target audience prefers to consume the information and let that guide your decision. Step number two is to pull out your calendar and schedule one full day that you are going to work on your business, specifically creating your weekly ungated content. There's a few things that are important that I I really need to unpack with you here. First of all, it's really important that you put yourself into the frame of mind that working on your business is just as important as any coaching call that you might schedule with a client. If you don't treat this time as equally as important, you will always feel like you don't have time to stay consistent with creating your content. And guess what? You're right. If you don't schedule the time, you won't have the time. I mean, it just makes sense, right? Second, Your clients do not know that you have set aside a day to work on your business. So if a client asks if you're free to do coaching that day and you've scheduled it to create your content, you just simply say, sorry, I'm tied up for that day. They will assume that you are working with other clients. That's not a bad thing. And it actually makes you and your time seem more desirable. And people want more of what is in scarcity. But I have found that one of the things that coaches struggle with is giving themselves permission to work on their business. Some struggle with feeling guilty, thinking that working with clients is more productive, or maybe they're avoiding creating content altogether. The thing that you need to know beyond a shadow of a doubt is that if you don't create ungated content each week, you will continuously struggle with attracting visitors to your website, validating your expertise with your target audience, building trust and rapport with visitors that land on your website, and converting prospects into customers. I want you to hear me loud and clear on this. This content absolutely affects all of those areas in the business. I'm not just fluffing it up for the sake of making it seem more important than what it really is. It is that important. And that leads me to my third point. If you don't prioritize working on your business, no one will. It's not your client's job to make sure that you're focused on the right things to grow your business. It's also not your employee's job either, if you have any. It's your job, the entrepreneur, the business owner. It's your job to make sure that you prioritize your growth. And I know that's a little bit of tough love, but it needed to be said. I've seen so many amazing and talented coaches who have so much to offer the world and their customers struggle because they refuse to prioritize working on their business. And therefore, they never get their business off the ground. It's a shame because they were just one decision away from building a business of their dreams that they could serve others in a meaningful way. Okay, enough about that. 
My last point on the importance of scheduling your content creation is that you will need a minimum of one full day, meaning eight hours to produce four to five pieces of content that you need to create for the month. If you're blogging, it's very realistic to write four to five articles in a eight hour workday. If you're podcasting, it might take you a little bit more time depending on how much preparation you need to outline or write your podcast to record it and also to edit it, assuming that you're doing the editing. And as you know, this is my fifth episode of Shop Talk. So far, each episode has been taking me probably about five to six hours to produce. Now, I'm confident that I will get faster, but that's where I'm at right now. So I've blocked off five days each month for the rest of the year to work on publishing my podcast. You know, assuming I will get better and faster, I'll adjust my calendar for that later. But for right now, five days is needed. So that's what I've scheduled. And if you're going to do video or podcasting, you need to make sure that you're realistic in the time that it takes to produce your content as well. Now, everyone listening here will be different. Some of you may be starting to create content and it's going to take you a little bit longer, right? And that's perfectly okay. Give yourself the time you need to produce your content. I promise you will get faster and it will become easier. Plus, I have some tips to share with you as well, which leads me to number three. Create a list of all the steps that need to be completed in your content creation process before you start creating. I found in working with clients that the natural instinct is to go to, okay, let's do this, and they jump right into writing their content. And if you do this, you're going to take a lot longer to produce your content. I think Brian Tracy says it best. He has a quote I read years ago. He said, 10 minutes in preparation will save you hours in execution. And it is so true. I mean, have you ever dove headfirst into a project without preparing first? Then you're kind of midway through the project and you're creating the content and you realize something was missing. Or maybe you were heading into a direction that really wasn't on track to what you wanted to promote or where you wanted to to lead your customers or prospects. And so you end up starting over. Well, taking 10 minutes to prepare would have avoided all the time and energy that you wasted on that project. So that's what I suggest that you do before you start creating your weekly content. Take 10 minutes to write out all the steps that need to be completed to not only create your content, but also publish it and share it or promote it. If you're not sure what all the steps are, I can help. I've created a free resource for you that outlines my content creation, publishing, and promotion steps to promoting my blog, podcast, and videos. Go to yourmarketingcoachonline.com forward slash five to get a copy of it. You'll see it listed in the show notes. I also want to share a tool that we use to keep track of and organize our process for creating content. And that tool is Trello. I've used a lot of different project management tools over the years, but found Trello to be the perfect fit for our business about seven years ago. I love Trello because of the visual aspect they offer to organize projects and tasks that need to be completed. I mean, it really doesn't matter what project management tool you use. My point is, is that it's imperative that you use something to help you organize your work. When you take the time to outline your creative process or download the resource that I mentioned, you should organize that process in that project management tool. 
If you're a solopreneur right now, meaning you're the only person in your business, this step is still important. Not only will it help you get organized, but it'll actually be putting the process in place that you can use to scale your business later if or when you're ready to bring on people who can help you. If you take the time to document your process and organize it in a project management tool now, you will have an asset that you can hand off to someone else to do in the future. And trust me, doing these things now when your business is smaller is so much easier than when you have a thriving business that has a lot of moving parts. Step number four, focus. Now there's two things I want to drill down on here. First, when it comes to creating content, it can be really easy to get overwhelmed when you're looking at the entire process that needs to be completed. I have personally found it helpful to focus on one piece of content until it's completed. Mentally, if you're thinking of all four or five pieces of content that you need to create at the same time, it can lead to confusion, frustration, and lack of clarity that can cause you to lose focus and time. The second tip that I want to share is along the lines of focus as well, but in a different way. My recommendation is to focus on the things that only you can do when it comes to creating, publishing, and promoting your weekly content. Now, let me explain that. You can get someone to help you with graphics. You can get someone to help you with social media posts. You can get someone to help you with posting your blog, podcast, or video. You can even get someone to help you do the research if that's going to be helpful for you. But no one can create content from your point of view like you can. You see, as a coach or a consultant, your point of view on what you do and how you do it is what sets you apart from everybody else in the industry. You can't hire someone to think like you do, to have the experiences you've had, and to have the expertise that you do. Only you can do that. And only you should do that. My recommendation, hire someone else to do the rest. Now, before you start mentally pushing back on me on this, hear me out. When you take on all the tasks that are needed to prepare, create, produce, and promote your weekly content that you're distributing, all of your creative juices are being pulled in a million different directions. I mean, the equilibrium of life is that we as humans, we all have the same amount of time. When you're trying to cram all of your energy into an eight-hour window, tackling 10, 15, 20 different tasks to produce your content, it is inevitable that some piece of the process is going to suffer. Most of the time, it's the quality of the content. If your content isn't good, there are many consequences to it. You don't feel good about it, therefore you don't believe in it as much as you would content that you're proud of. And if you're not proud of it, you're less likely to share it. And you'll probably only end up promoting it once and then let it kind of fall to the sidelines because of that. So all your hard work that you put into it was for nothing. And you just keep thinking, my next piece will just be better. And it's a ugly, vicious cycle. If you've experienced this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Now, some of you that are listening in and you're thinking, but I love to do graphics. I love to schedule my posts or whatever tasks it is. Do I have your permission to coach you right now? Let me ask you a question. Is it that you love doing those things? Or would you prefer to do those things because they are easy for you to do and it gives you an excuse to avoid the harder things that matter most in your business? 
sit with that for a minute. And let me say that again. Is it that you love doing those things or would you prefer to do those things because they are easy for you and it gives you an excuse to avoid the harder things that matter most? You see, we convince ourselves that we love to do those things and that they're important to staying creative. But more often than not, it's our way of avoiding the things that scare us, but that will actually help us grow our business. Powerful stuff here, okay? My recommendation is that you get help to do the things that don't require your creative genius. You focus your energy on doing what no one else can do. Create and produce amazing content that connects with your audience in a powerful way. And I know that some of you are worried about the money that you're going to need to spend to get this help. And listen, I get it. Budget is definitely something that needs to be considered. But I would suggest that you take a hard look at your budget and see where you can find the money to invest in getting help. Don't spend all of your time trying to save pennies when it's costing you thousands. Think about that for a minute. All the extra hours that you're spending each month that you could be spending doing tasks that you could hire someone else to help you with are hours that could have been spent on producing amazing content that attracts your visitors to your website or creating a new program that you could offer your existing customers or following up with prospects to convert them into a new customer. My suggestion is, is that you lean into what you're worth. Stop spending all your time trying to save pennies when you could be generating thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. Now, I've got some recommendations on how you can get the help that you're looking for, and I'll make sure that I include those in the show notes. You can check them out at yourmarketingcoachonline.com forward slash five. In the last step in my content creation process, step number five, is the ultimate content creation strategy. How to turn one piece of content into 70 plus pieces of micro content. I love, love, love this step because this is where all your hard work can be amplified to help you get more exposure, build more trust and authority, capture more leads, and convert more clients. Oh yeah, and by the way, It will also save you a ton of time in the long run. It is that powerful. I see so many entrepreneurs spending a ton of time, money, energy, and resources to create really amazing content, and yet they don't optimize it. Here's what most content creators do. They write an amazing blog post. They send an email to their existing list, letting them know about it. They post it on their social media, maybe one time. And then they move to the next piece of content and that's it. There's so much more that you can actually do. And that's what we're going to wrap up this episode talking about. I've got some amazing ideas on how you can turn that one piece of content into over 70 pieces of micro content. By the way, I define micro content as the content that you create that's kind of like a spinoff of your initial core content. It doesn't matter if you're blogging, podcasting, or creating video. The core content that you create can be turned into additional pieces of content that can help you build your brand awareness, help you create social media posts to engage with your followers, uh, help you generate leads, uh, nurture prospects that are on your existing email list, convert prospects into customers, and delight and wow your existing customers. We've got a lot to unpack. So let's go ahead and dive in. 
Now, quick warning, I am going to move fast because I have over 70 ideas to share here, but you can go ahead and download a copy of this in the show notes. Just go to yourmarketingcoachonline.com forward slash five. Now, for the purpose of my examples here, I am going to assume that you're starting with a blog just so that I have kind of a basis point to start from. So here you have your blog article. The first piece of micro content that you could create is to turn it into a presentation slide deck. That slide deck can be shared on LinkedIn, who also owns SlideShare, and this will help you elevate your profile, give your visitors another way to consume information from you. You can also share your blog as a LinkedIn article that can help you get more exposure. Next, you can have someone look through your copy and pull out little nuggets of gold that could be shared as social media posts. The post could be to create uh, quote images, motion graphics, and just simply post questions to engage your audience. And you can also just share the link to your blog to send visitors over to your website so they can read the full article. Now to create the motion graphics, uh, the tool that we use is called Biteable. I'll be sure to link to that tool in the show notes. If it makes sense, you could also have a designer turn the article into an infographic that can be shared with others. You could also message other entrepreneurs who have blogs and let them share that resource on their sites. They get a great piece of content that they can post and you get more exposure at the same time. You can also submit your article to sites like uh, Medium, Reddit, BizSugar, Quora, Scoopit. There's so many uh, just to get more exposure. Another thing you can do is you can take that presentation that you created and you can present it live. You can present it live on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. And now before you freak out and think, oh my gosh, Misty, I don't have time to do all that. Actually, if you use the software Restream, you can stream to over 30 sites simultaneously. I'll be sure to link to Restream in the show notes so that you can check that out for yourself. Now, once you're done with your live stream, you have a video recording. You can take that video and add it to your blog where you originally posted your copy. This gives your visitors a few different ways that they can consume your content. You can also strip your audio from the video and you can post that as a podcast or maybe even just as a audio file. You could break your audio down into little snippets and make sound bites with a really cool tool we use called Wave. I use this to make sound bites for Shop Talk. Heck, you could even slice up your video to make short video clips as well. You can take your article and turn it into a PDF, a guide, a worksheet, a workbook, or an ebook. And you can use these as lead magnets to capture leads. You could also add a free resource page to your website where visitors can request your most popular resources. If you check out episode three of Shop Talk, where I share how to turn your website into a lead generating machine, in that episode, I share specific strategies on how you can leverage free resources to capture the contact information of your website visitors. Go to yourmarketingcoachonline.com forward slash three to listen in. After you've created multiple articles, you can compile them into a little black book of secrets. 
Oh yeah, and you can even turn those articles into a book. Seth Godin has actually done this a few times. He's taken his blogs, compiled them into a book, and he sells them on Amazon. Of course, when you post your article on your site, you should also be sending your existing subscribers an email to let them know that you have a new article that they can check out. But you can occasionally send a best of blogs to your prospects and customers to highlight articles that people have found really helpful. And by the way, if you ever fall behind on your content creation, sending a best of blogs can be a great way to give yourself just a little bit of a breather so you can get caught back up. If you send out newsletters, you can use your micro content to compile a complete publication, uh, include a audio snippet, uh, the slide deck, uh, link to the complete article, and even one of the free resources that you created so that they can download them. You can literally create a complete publication from just one piece of content. And then my last two tips is that after you create all this amazing micro content, you can put it inside of a membership and give it away either for free or you can sell it as a paid membership to build your community. And don't forget, you can also include your content into any of your paid programs or use them as tools that you provide clients when you're coaching them one-on-one. The possibilities are absolutely endless. Honestly, I could go on and on, but I think you get the point. It's important to point out that you don't need to do them all. Pick which strategies make the most sense for your business and your audience. Have someone help you. Remember, your job is to produce the initial valuable content and then let your assistant or other people help you curate that into additional pieces of micro content. I hope that you enjoyed me pulling back the curtain to my process and how I create content consistently, and you can too. This concludes this episode of Shop Talk. Could you do me a quick favor? If you liked what you heard today, can you help me spread the word and share this with others? This is my fifth episode of Shop Talk, and I could really use your help in reaching more amazing entrepreneurs just like you. I appreciate you, and I'll see you again next week.